Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. It's happening. The Black Crows are coming to town. I know that. That's what you're referencing. They're coming to the Fox Theater April the 3rd, and the locker room giving you tickets this week. The tickets go on sale Friday at 10 at foxtheater.org. Listen to the locker room, though, all week to win those tickets to see the Black Crows again April the 3rd at the Fox Theater. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. The Black Crows are coming, but it looks like the Atlanta Falcons are losing a defensive Yeah, Ryan Nielsen wow. breaking looks news. like uh, it's not really breaking news. We talked about it's it about there. 10 minutes breaking ago. News. Ryan Nielsen <laughs> looks like he's going to become the new defensive coordinator at Jacksonville. Ron Rivera and Wink Martindale, mm-hmm. two veteran defensive coaches, look like they're both in the running for the Eagles opening at the defensive coordinator position. Remember, somebody up there caught it between the eyes. There might be another one coming. And Sirianni, you're going to pull the trigger. You want to stick around here, you're going to prove that you're a man. That's supposedly what they said. Is you go fire these guys. We're not doing it. This is part of what you have to do to keep this job. And they still haven't said he's keeping the job. And Jim Harbaugh. Ask me why that's happening. Why is that happening? I keep that door open a little bit. Well, I'm going to tell you what I read. If you're a successful organization, you don't need to make that announcement. Yeah. He's staying. Why do we need to announce that he's staying? They did that in Dallas, but they're not going to do that in Philadelphia. Well, Mike Jeff is going to tell you I'm better than Jerry Jones. Mike McCarthy had to do a press conference because Jerry Jones said he's staying, and we're going to talk about why he's staying, and Mike is going to do it. Sirianni allegedly has to fire who has to be fired there. Now, Mike Grable, uh, Bill Belichick, Buffalo. I don't know if anybody wants a Tampa job, but if somebody better than Todd Bowles wanted the Tampa job, I'd offer him the Tampa job. Well, the way that thing ended, I, I, I think that you have to burn the time out and make them kick the field goal. Well, it's not things for long now, please. I mean... It's not prolonging the obvious. Something could go wrong there. You could block the field goal. And then all of a sudden, a Hail Mary and a two-point conversion, and then you're in overtime. So a lot of things could have still crazy things, but things could have happened there. He didn't know that. You don't just give up. I'm telling you what he is. He's dumb. He's football dumb on the sideline. They already had a field goal. Might be a good coordinator. I don't want the big boy headset on him. I found out I didn't want it on Arthur Smith. If you can't handle the big boy headset and know what's going on around you, challenge flag, go, no go. Sean McDermott, why is a 44-yard field goal in cold Buffalo really the way to go? Why did you do that? You wanted to take a shot? You wanted to give DeMar Hamlin, and again, I'm not the only one. I read this by one person, and now it's a thing. Look, I don't like the pile on, but DeMar Hamlin hadn't had or been in that moment ever. And you're in a playoff game where you lose, you go home. So you're on the fake punt. He gets the ball on that fourth and five from right. your own 30 because... Some think he wanted the Disney like wanted the moment. Um, yeah, wanted the moment occurrence. Wow, yeah, to please the mouse. Yeah, Disney Plus. I believe and make it you know a movie like Invincible. Yeah, now look at that. He picked up a first down on a fake punt. No, gotta, no, no. Just the f- let me let me explain. I gotta something. tell you, I don't think that's true. And if it is I, true, and I own I, the Bills, I gotta fire you. I'm not. Wow. Oh, gotta, all right. I gotta let you go. I'm not saying that is like true. True. He already's won. He's back in a uniform in the NFL. He didn't need that moment. You did something that you don't normally do thinking you were going to surprise the other guy. 
The other guy wasn't surprised, which means he outcoached you, which means now we've lost three of these and we lost this one at home. You might have a different exit interview is my point. Um, Fair point. They already made changes at the offensive coordinator position this year as well. They fired Ken Dorsey. Joe Brady became the interim coach, and it looks like the Falcons want to talk to him as well. Yeah, because they do. So the cavalcade of interviews is apparently continuing at Flowery. What's this much time in a day? Well, I mean. They must be drinking a lot of FG energy. Did I get that right? I think you did. All right. Zero FG. Zero FG. Well, no, there's there's zero with no sugar, and then there's. I I prefer the zero. I think you can pop it up and. I think. I think yeah. there's two. I prefer the real deal sugar. Yeah. All right. I think well, there's listen, two. to each his own potato, potato. If, the you're, one Bill, if you're Bill Belichick. Yeah. Buffalo or Atlanta? Uh, Buffalo. Why not? There's a lot of variables. Yeah, there are. But I'm just telling you, until I see Bill Belichick at the press conference. Because that's what Rex Ryan said. Why not this morning on ESPN and you wrote that down in a note my, to yourself, obviously. Note. Yeah, my note to myself. Why not Bill Belichick in Buffalo? And Howie Long said he's a water guy. He's got boats. So for that reason, he's an East Coast guy. Why not Belichick with the commanders? Do you, do you know what Howie Long didn't code? Can't, tr- can't trust Grandpa with the remote. He's old. He's settling down. He'd like to be a little bit closer to the boat. That's what you say about old people. You know what you never say about a 48-year-old coach? What he wants to do. What side of the country he wants to be on. That's ridiculous. You know, when you get to be that age, you're setting your ways. The 1 o'clock hour brought to you by AquaGuard Foundation Solutions. Notice cracked bricks, floor gaps, or bowed basement walls. The experts at AquaGuard can provide a free inspection. If you're ready to fix your sagging, bouncy floors, visit AquaGuard.net. So the conference championship games are set. 3 o'clock kickoff between the Chiefs and Ravens in Baltimore. And then at 6.30, you got the Lions and Niners, the Ravens, because of the home field, three-point favorites. So it's pretty much an even game against the Chiefs. And the Niners are six-and-a-half-point favorites over the Lions. And we referenced what happened yesterday in Buffalo. That was the game that everybody was waiting for. That 6.30 kickoff yesterday, and the Chiefs do move on. And Buffalo falls at the hands of the Chiefs once again and they're in a position to at least tie it and we know tyler bass wide right that 44 yarder just after the two-minute warning here's what he had to say after the game no ultimately completely on me i gotta do a better job of getting through my target i gotta do a better job of playing a little bit more left when you have a left to right i've been here long enough to know that you have to do that and i was stressing my line but i had in warm-ups oh made a good ball but it didn't work out and feel feel terrible you know i love this team man and should it have come down to that? No explosive place for the Bills. No. Well, they tried because, again, they run it down to two minutes. And I, 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 st- look, I don't document plays. I'm not really there writing, but I will send notes to myself. They took a couple of shots, and they thought the 44-yarder, because that's what's going to happen. If those balls fall incomplete, you're kicking a 44-yarder. Get them closer. Y- you milked it to the two-minute warning by running a football. I, ju- I just don't understand. You can be cute, and if it works... People think you're a genius. When you get out coached, when you get exposed, when you do stuff that's out of the norm and it doesn't work, I got a question. When you do it for a few years in a row, see Sean McDermott, and now you do it in your home building, Andy Reid and, and Patrick Mahomes said it best at the end of this game. They want, they love winning an arrowhead. You know what was more exciting? Winning that game yesterday. Because that's the mentality of you're getting off the bus and the whole world is against you. I will say every time, for as much as an athlete... Oh, set me up to win at home. When you went on the road, it is a thousand times sweeter. What do you make? And I heard about this over the weekend, and somebody posted it on my timeline on the X platform as well, of this release put forth by the NFL, and they already gave you the matchup. 
for the Super Bowl, as in the two top seeds, the Ravens and the Niners. People are looking because at that the colors, same. the Super Bowl color thing, or no? People are are saying that they mentioned those two teams specifically. Uh-huh. The fix is in because of that. Oh I, I think they wanted to put forth a template, and with the template, they used the top two seeds. So, for example, it could look like this. Someone got their hands on it. Uh-huh. Next thing you know, people say the fix is in. Okay, who's in on that? Well, that's that's my counter to yeah, that. Who's in on that? Come on. Now, I will say, I put on social media, why am I getting uh, nervous about the idea that they want to push Jason Kelsey and Taylor Swift through to the Super Bowl as much as any player on the field? I'm having fun with it. Jason Kelsey, look, if he wasn't a player and he was just the goofy brother, I'd be like, control that man. The guy's played in the NFL at a Pro Bowl level. He can do whatever he and wants. He's got shirt on, shirt off. Won a Super and he's Bowl retired. with the Eagles, yeah. He can't even be fined for having his shirt off. I don't know if that's a thing or not. Travis Kelsey did not score a touchdown prior to yesterday. You have to go back to November the 20th. He scores two, and Mahomes now and Kelsey, 16 touchdowns in the postseason. They have combined for breaking the record set by Gronk and Tom Brady of 15, and Mahomes talked about that afterwards. We always are emphasize getting the ball to Travis. Passing anything that has Brady and Gronk in it is, is special because uh, those are two of the greatest players. I mean, Tom is the greatest player and one of the greatest tight ends of, of all time, and so those are great and postseason players. And so to be mentioning that and, and passing that, you, you appreciate that. I mean, it speaks to Travis and his work, being able to go out there and make plays in big games. Now, Michelle Tafoya, longtime sideline reporter in the NFL, she said over the weekend that she believes mm. that not just Jason Kelsey, uh-huh. but Travis Kelsey yeah. is also going to call it quits at season's end. I think they're a little bit wacky enough, and there's enough money at the end of the rainbow. If he wins, you ride off with those types of records, three Super Bowl rings, you're going to walk into the Hall of Fame, you and your brother can go do a podcast, go do whatever the hell you want, and you might end up with a girl on top of that. Okay. Seems like that doesn't seem ridiculous to me. Now, the reason I'm not going, it's a good paycheck in the NFL at his level, and I have a chance to demolish some records after passing those two guys, the biggest names up until what Mahomes and Kelsey did. Mahomes could be younger than 30, right, with his third third Super Bowl? Uh, yes. So we then would have to get into the discussion of Kenny catch Brady because Brady's got three losses. At some point, look, there were miracles. There were a whole lot of things that happened in those games. At some point, somebody's going to say, well, Mahomes could catch him because maybe he's not going to have three losses in and, yeah. and for Josh Allen, it's more empty calories, 72 yards rushing, giving him in postseason history 563 yards, second only to Steve Young, who ran for 594 yards. But again, big picture, what does it really mean? I'll give you one. Lamar Jackson now has three playoff games with rushing for at least 100 yards. Nobody in NFL history has done that. Here's the big story about Lamar Jackson. If you passed on him, and everybody did basically in the first round, you had a chance to then throw money at him. I'm not saying he would have taken it. I'm not saying the deal wouldn't be done in Baltimore. That's an adult do-over. You don't get a lot of adult do-overs. And it goes back to the fact there's one common denominator, never mind Lamar Jackson, when you look at Falcons' playoff history, and we'll touch on that common denominator when we come back. It's Domino and Cellini. It's the fans, 680 and 93.7 FM. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. The question I put forth today, I think a lot of people are misunderstanding the question, Chris. Uh-oh. Who is the biggest goat? As in... Bass no, yesterday. I know where you're going with it. Not as in Hank Aaron. It's a pile on. Greatest of all time. Seems like you just piled on. You, you want to, this is what you do do, though. You know that, and I know that. What do you go after? Somebody's weakest link. The low-hanging fruit? The lowest of the low-hanging fruit. No, I mean, it's just, it made me think of the question. Because they brought, they brought up Nance and Romo, Scott Norwood. Of course they did. It's Buffalo. They missed a kick. What are they going Oh, the left foot. Oh, that... I don't know if you know this. Jason Whitlock was talking about Tampa Bay if they won a Super Bowl this year with Baker Mayfield. They would have won three Super Bowls in 21 years with three different quarterbacks. Somebody re- not even reminded him. He had no idea about Joe Gibbs. Has that ever, he did say, has that ever been done yeah, before? Yeah, Joe Gibbs did it. Yeah, he did it He did it in a decade. Theisman, Doug Williams, and Mark Rippon. Yeah. But Jason Whitlock didn't know that. No, I'm not telling you you're supposed to know everything. But when you ask, has that ever been done before? Yeah, Joe Gibbs. It's a very simple answer, Joe Gibbs. Tampa didn't win their third Super Bowl in 20 Joe Gibbs did, though. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Chuck and Chernoff taking you home after us. Again, 60 years here, 50 years there. You got the locker room in the morning. You got Buck Baloo, national champion, 10 to 11. When I say 60 and 50 years combined of sports talk radio in this town. Can I? I'm not telling you you need 30 years, 60 years, 42 years of this. Can I make a statement, though? Think about this now. Amon Ra St. Brown, who I brought up earlier. For the Lions. Was picked in the fourth round. They know you're going to throw the football to him, so what did they do? They got him a running back. Now they got him a tight end. Receiver, tight end, running back. It's the best combo. It's the best three. Take the quarterback out. I'm not putting Goff into that category. Receiver, tight end, running back. Nobody in the NFL has got a better trio. Nobody. And they built that in the last three years, and they did it with 112th pick in the draft. And he does have 10 touchdown catches. And he's got 3,600 yards in his first three years. Fourth round pick, pick 112. Then I got the tight end, then I got the running back to help out who the quarterback. And now they're going to an NFC championship. Seems to be Chris, a logical progression. I brought up Chuck and Chernoff. We'll talk to them in about uh, 20 minutes or so from now, find out what they have in store for the day. Now, we talked about the common denominator when it comes to the Falcons. Of their 10 playoff wins, Chris, eight came with quarterbacks who were first-round picks. Chris Chandler's the only exception. Barkowski, Chris Miller, Michael Vick, and Matt Ryan, all first-round picks. So it goes back to what we said. They don't always have to be a first-round pick, but you better get it right. Because if you don't, what you saw last year in the city of Atlanta will happen more often than not. Take him Mayfield's on his fourth team. He was picked number one overall, so it's no guarantee. Jared Goff was picked number one overall. I think he's in his eighth year. And boy, to say it looks like he's comfortable because they have pieces around him and they've treated him and given him opportunities to succeed instead of fail, you can't get better at that position. The problem is the rate that you get the wrong guy, even in the first round, is ridiculously high. Just because you pick one in the first round doesn't mean you got the right one in the first round. And Chris, if you get it wrong, I think that sets you back five to ten years. Well, I've always said it's a three or four year chase your tail. It's a three- or four-year chase your tail. 
Because part of it is, oh, it's wrong, but we're going to pick high in the draft again. But are we going to pick another quarterback? You're not throwing a guy out after one year. But in the third year, if you're not good and you're picking high enough, you might be throwing your quarterback out. And think about this. Why did you pick that quarterback to begin with? Because you needed a quarterback because you were a bad football team. And that tells you you were bad at other positions as well. So if you have to pick the same position again, that's why you're chasing your tail. And that's why you're set back five to ten years. You're not improving yourself in other areas. I think at the end of the day, we all learn and we all got better. Okay, you didn't. But it's a three or four year chase on the position. Nick, it becomes five and more because you're probably firing the coach. Yep. So again, they're all interconnected, no doubt about it. But you might have the right guy at the right time. You could have wink, wink, the right guy with all the wrong situations and injuries and everything else happening. You're interviewing 13, 14 guys. Great. You're going to have notes on a whole bunch of people. Do I think you're putting them out on a big table going, hey, Rich, let's talk about the pluses and minuses of these guys. You don't need a search firm to line up 13 guys. You don't. Every guy that they talked to would have been, okay, where are we at? Nine? Nine, I think it's him. Oh, look, it is him. Twelve? Oh, now we're down to 12. It is him. This isn't difficult. There's a lot of stuff that you're taking in. If you want Bill Belichick the whole time, you're doing this for one of two reasons. You're not sure Belichick wants you, or you're not sure after you speak to him for the second time, spend dinner with him, that he's going to be the one for you. Because I guess this time around... Terry Fontenot was there. Rich McKay was there. The first time around, allegedly, it was only Arthur Blank. And incidentally, don't be hoodwinked by that photo that made the rounds over the weekend of Bill Belichick at a Chick-fil-A. That was from like three or four years ago. And people started saying, well, this is the Chick-fil-A flowery branch. No, 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 this is the Chick-fil-A down by the foundation. Okay, there was no secret. There was no secret that he was coming in for an interview. Again, it could be a picture of him in Amsterdam. He could be sitting in a window with a hooker on a swing. I think that's what they tell me happens in Amsterdam. I think it happens in New Orleans, too. Okay. And then I can connect dots and yeah, say, that's correct. oh, yeah, it's a place in Flowery Branch. People no, that are was crazy. an old picture. People are crazy. They're just crazy. Jim Harbaugh, is he getting a second interview in San Diego? He is in Los Angeles, and he can visit San Diego while he's out west, but he's getting a second. I don't know if second... you know this. The Spano House is still in San Diego. <laughs> so he's getting a second visit. <laughs> it's being reported this week with the Chargers, and I, I guess the Falcons also want to talk to Jim Harbaugh a second time as well. Adam Schefter says by the end of the week, Jim Harbaugh will make his decision on his coaching future. What would happen if you said that you either pick going to them right now today or you pick us today? I think he's going the other place. I don't think you're doing yourself any favors. I'm just trying to play tough. He doesn't need leverage. I'm starting to believe Bill Belichick needs leverage. That's what I'm starting to believe. That's why, again, my number is dropping. Does he come here? There could be a, a fly in his ointment. When you really do the sit-down with him, and you think you might be getting played, because maybe Buffalo. What did I hear? Dallas and Philadelphia supposedly made an overture to him. I I believe that like nothing. I don't believe that. Oh, that's, again, probably something being leaked to benefit Bill Belichick. So that's being leaked by his side. That's why you never really believe everything you hear. If you're Jerry Jones, you don't ask him if he'd like to come in. You invite him to come in. Um, see if Bill you Jerry Jones invite him to come in I say it out loud say it publicly and, and I think he wants control I, I don't think he's willing to cede control and like we know he hasn't had a player that he drafted with the Patriots re-signed in the first three rounds a player that he drafted going back to the year 2013 I'm sorry I cannot have you selecting players I can't you're not to be trusted
I don't think they want to go the coordinator route. I don't know if they're going to have to go the coordinator route. I don't know if a coordinator is going to blow their socks off. I'll tell you, I saw the D.C. in Baltimore throw his resume on the field. I saw that's McDonald. I saw uh, uh, Monken throw his resume on the field. I, I, I watched these guys do their work as opposed to head coaches who were like, oh, am I retreading him? You want Harbaugh more than Belichick? You want Vrabel more than Belichick? Yes. Do you want? And yes. Do you want any of the coordinators more? Yeah, than Yeah, Slowick. I, I know what they did or didn't do. Yeah, that's fine against the Ravens, but that's the Ravens. You just named three guys who you take before Bill Belichick, and there's probably four and five. I'm not saying you're in the meetings. I'm not in the meetings. I can find a reason to not hire Bill Belichick. And Matt Patricia, it looks like he's out of a job formally now in Philadelphia. We know that Josh McDaniels was fired by the Raiders. Joe Judge is floating around. All these guys would come here. The 28-3 club would all be here at Flowery Branch. I just I just don't have a good feeling about it. And I've been wrong before, so what, what the hell do I know? I'm just telling you what my gut tells me here. I, I don't like it. I don't trust it. Well, Arthur Blank would like it because he, if, it, if it is him, whoever he hires, it's going to be this is the guy we wanted all along because that's what these speeches are. But he'll go home that night not having any idea if he picked the right guy or if that guy he picked, he could be the right guy. One to 100 things could go right or wrong to prove him to be the right guy why? or the wrong guy. You know why, don't you? I don't know why. Hashtag crapshoot. That's why. Listen, can, can you play this, Jerry Goff? I, I know this is like a randomish thing to play. We heard Jameer Gibbs. We heard Christian McCaffrey. I just want you to hear this. Just play. Ferkser out of Harvard. Sixth year man is the second tight end. Goff looking. That guy plays like he's angry. He was a fourth-round pick three years ago. He got ago. targeted 14 times yeah. in this game. Nick, he has 3,600 yards in his first three years. I think he has 21 touchdowns in his first three years. That guy's going to get paid. And you know what he does? Helps Gibbs. Helps the quarterback. That's what he does. And Sam helps LaPorta, the tight end. Injury or not, nine catches yesterday, 31-23, to 23, the final there. So the Lions are in the conference championship game for only the second time. You have to go back to 91. We brought up the Redskins. They lost to the Redskins, as they were known that year. The Lions won two playoff games in a season for the first time since 1957. That's the last year they won the NFL title, and they had two postseason games at home for the first time ever. And you brought this up earlier in the show. It looks like there's going to be a massive viewing party at Ford Field, and why not? Yeah, you could do it outside and just prove you're tough. That's what Buffalo probably would do. We don't need it. We got a nice building. We got a nice screen up there. We're going to sell concessions and everybody's going to have a party. Now, best I know, have you heard of couches being lit in any any have, city or town that somebody won in or somebody no, lost I in? Know, I okay. know that the That's Buffalo nice. fans were throwing snowballs at the Chiefs. And allegedly, according to a couple of Chiefs players, they cut off the hot water. I in did the hear that room. as well. I also heard, and I saw the video. Did you see the video of the guy getting thrown to the table and catching on fire? Yes. Yeah. And asked me if I feel sorry for him. Yeah, no. Not in the least. No. Why was, and look, I will say this about Buffalo fans, with the donations to charities and everything else, they've been amazing. Mm -hmm. For as long-suffering as they've been, and it might be a curse, they might be the newest city that gets to declare they're cursed. That organization, that team is cursed. They do take money out of their uh, wallets and send it to places. Jason Kelsey, whose brother, Beat you for two touchdowns. Is drinking beers with Buffalo? Yeah, prior to the game. I'll ask. He's you tailgating with Bills fans. What would you say if you're a? Are you that friendly as a Bills fan? Here's what I think I'd say. And 
Not that Jason Kelsey couldn't put me through my car if he wanted. The hell with the table. He could pick me up and throw me through a car. Wouldn't you tell J- Jason Kelsey, get the hell out of here? I'm sure that maybe somebody did say that to him, but he's the everyman. How can you say no to the everyman? Everybody in Buffalo considers themselves brother, the everyman. His brother's playing against me in a couple of hours. Let me ask you this. Guy scores two touchdowns. Jason, Jason Kelsey goes into a bar in Buffalo last night. You welcome him in then? I mean, he didn't do anything wrong. His brother just scored two touchdowns against I understand against that, him. but that's, that's his job. Get out of here. It's, that's what I'm telling him. Not, Put your not, shirt on, beard boy. Get out of here. It's not personal. It's just business. That's all. Not a chance. Get out of here. I'm, your, bro- your brother's trying to beat us today. Beat it. Listen, I'm more upset with the head coach and the kicker and the offensive coordinator. A lot of predictability at times from that Buffalo offense. They took two I'm shots more upset at, with that. They took two shots at the end. To and Diggs, I don't know what he was doing. Uh, he dropped the ball. And the lineup of 44-yarder in that weather. I know the kicker has to eat it. He said it. He ate it. What are you putting him in that position for? You ran the ball to get to the two-minute warning. Now, all of a sudden, you're taking shots in the end zone. Well, here's a guy that missed a 27-yarder last week, had another field goal blocked last week against Pittsburgh. So, not exactly uh, on a roll. Do we have a Let's second? See. Yeah, we, of course we have a okay. second. Can you do this, Matt? Can you get Ross Tucker? Every game had a guy miss a field goal inside of 50. And you go, oh, man, oh, you could help your team, you could hurt your team. I am one who have said kickers when the Brian Finnerans of the world and everybody just says, oh, kickers. I understand why, because they could be a goat pretty quickly. They could be the guy. He's the reason. But the game needs guys who can make kicks. Ross Tucker says, "Uh uh-uh. He's got a plan. I'm going to say something. I can't believe I'm about to admit this. But I was thinking about it after I heard it. Okay, I got it. For 60 minutes, you will have a bunch of big, fast, strong guys They'll tackle, they'll block, they'll run into each other, they'll hit, they'll catch the ball, they'll run with the ball, they'll throw with the ball. Imagine if some guy was like, oh, I have an idea, I have an idea. And then every once in a while, and a lot of times at the end of the game, let's have a guy come in who does none of those other things and played soccer in high school, and he'll kick a ball through these poles. Everybody else at the table would be like, what are you talking about? No, that's a terrible idea. Yeah, that's the way it is. Yeah, yeah that's what we have. That's what, what we have. What he's saying, let me explain it, this. Let me explain so, this a little bit better. He's saying if you started all over and somebody was presenting the game of football, I've got an idea. We're going to do this. He's saying that the kicker thing, if it was brought up, and he's not even sure it would be brought up, would be shot down immediately. Yeah, I mean, surfacely it sounds crazy, but that's... That's what the game is. He's saying eliminate kickers. So what are you supposed to do then? Go for a touchdown every time? Yeah. I don't like that. He's saying eliminate kickers. I'm not t- I don't like it either. But I thought about it for a second because he's right. If the meeting was today and they were saying, here's what we're thinking about. We're going to call it football. Where'd the guy kicking the ball come into play? Like yeah, that's what know, you would like, say. When, when the game was invented. You know, the, the origin of the kicker. Gonna get a guy who's not been on the field all day. To me, I think what was even more dumb was for years they had the goalpost on the goal line. Why would you do that? Well, that's the that's the James Naismith didn't cut out the bottom of the bucket. You know, you know how many passes hit the crossbar as guys were trying to catch touchdowns because the, the goalposts were at the goal line? You know that we're I mean, looking why at... Why did it take him so many years to move that back? We're looking at guys right now who have no idea what yeah. we're talking about. Do you know they were originally made of wood and they were on the field of play? 
in the mid-70s, the goalpost was at the goal line. Yeah. Again, it's Naismith with the, without cutting it out, not letting gravity take over. Who's the guy that ran into it that became the, maybe, like, we talked about the fumble out of the end zone. Well, Zonka ran into it a few times. He broke his nose. Who's the receiver? Somebody ran into it as a receiver. There's a YouTube. I'm Someone out you, there will know. There's a YouTube video of a guy smacking hard, like not glancing, not a glancing blow. And it's it's like the fumble out of the end zone last night. Are they finally going to go, well, we can't have that. It took them long enough, and you talk about kickers missing. Anders Carlson, the rookie Packers kicker, does miss 20, a 41-yarder. He hit two 27-yarders, and they missed a 41-yarder. Yeah, and then after that, the Niners go 69 yards, and they burn over five minutes off the clock. Christian McCaffrey yeah. scores, and as a result, they're going to be hosting that conference championship game. And this is the number that came out of that game, which, as you said earlier, does seem impossible. The Niners were 0-30 under Kyle Shanahan when trailing by five or more points after three quarters. And, of course, they trailed by seven, if I am not mistaken, going into that fourth quarter on Saturday night. Do you understand it would be more realistic to say, you know, he was 0-5 in 30 games where he was trailing by 30 points? <laughs> that should be the other way around. No, no, there's nothing that makes sense about it. I can't even flip it, except I go, oh, he's 0-5 when we were up by, uh, down by 30. Yeah, yeah oh, okay. Yeah, they were down by 30. Now, I would ask, why were they down by 35 times? It's incredible they did it in that environment. And they did it with a quarterback who, again, people are saying he's the worst quarterback in the whole group. He's the worst quarterback still left. Here's what I know. He's he's one of four. And he struggled in that game until the final drive. He went six for seven on that final drive. A couple of huge conversions to keep that drive alive. He performed at his best when it mattered the most. Chris, I'm not telling you Christian McCaffrey's... Is he? No, I don't know if he's the most talented guy in the NFL. I'm not going to do that. I look at Lamar Jackson doing what he just did. Uh, that's filth. He's doing things that the position's not really well, supposed to do. That's historical what he yeah. did on Saturday afternoon. Historical. Yeah. What do you mean? Throwing for two and running for two? Like that? Mm -hmm. And running for 100 yards and having a passer rating for over 102 uh -huh. to go along with the two passing touchdowns and the two rushing touchdowns. That's never, never happened done. in the playoffs or the regular so season. So I'm not going to give McCaffrey the crown. I am going to tell you that Christian McCaffrey uh, is as dangerous as anybody in the NFL. Tyree Kill is dangerous. Christian McCaffrey is dangerous. The first Lamar touchdown Jackson is dangerous. The first touchdown McCaffrey scored in that game. I mean, that cut that he makes—he's just either you man. can do that or you can't. And, and there's again, not a lot of people that can do it. Keeping him healthy. What's his shelf life? How much do I want to pay you? Am I paying for two good years of you know health, and then I got to? With the signing bonus, not on a contract signing bonus, am I going to give you more than that because I want you? How many game changers have the Falcons had lately? Consistent game changers? Yeah. I can't really think of a lot. I'm going to do this, too. The Mike Evans-Julio thing, I just did that yesterday. Mike Evans is a free agent, incidentally. He sure is. He can sign wherever he wants to sign. And, boy, did I insult people by saying, if you think Julio Jones has been better than Mike Evans, you've been catfished. You, you would have thought I was, I was kicking dogs. You would have thought I was going through a neighborhood, climbing over fences, and kicking dogs. Uh, I'll tell you, 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 you've been fooled. Somebody finally got it right, or I even asked the question to them. If you're telling me one play, one play, maybe I think about Julio. Course of a game? No. Course of a season? No. Practice? No. End zone? No. What did I say? I didn't say anybody except the guy who scored 94 touchdowns. On 700 and something catches. Now, the first pick that Baker Mayfield threw yesterday was on Mike Evans. And the game before against Philadelphia, he wasn't consistent. 
But that catch that he made at the two-yard line right before halftime when Tampa goes 92 yards to tie the game at 10 was ridiculous. I'm going to say this, and I'm just you take it any way you want. Matt Ryan's too nice a guy to say it. Somebody telling me, oh, you're talking about practice. Your argument goes out the window. That's hilarious. That means you know nothing. I'm sorry. I don't want to call you dumb, but you're dumb. Go ask any quarterback what having his receiver on the practice field means. I don't think it would have made a difference. There's a reason he's got 66 touchdowns. It's injuries plus. He should have had 20 touchdowns at the back pylon in his career. 20. They didn't practice it. They couldn't do it. Couldn't get the timing. I, I just can never figure out why people Tapping would say. on his head. Yeah, I mean, and then the people that would try to defend Julio Jones would say, well, you know, he's being double teamed. He's drawing all the coverages. He's freeing up others. I mean, you could say that about every great receiver. Of course. Every great receiver was doubled. By the every way, great receiver, hey, especially Nick, in a condensed area, they found ways to get open. Nick, every good receiver who doesn't have a good receiver on the other side gets doubled. It's not just great receivers. That's re- Jerry Rice scored 197 touchdowns. Whatever the hell the number was I heard this morning. What, what did they did they not know who Jerry Rice was? They're going to tell you he had John Taylor on the other side. That helped free him up. He's got 100 touchdowns more than the guy that I just said was better than Julio Jones. He's a freak. He got doubled. So if you want to be a Julio sycophant, that's fine. You have at it. You don't understand, though, what practice is. I'll give you another one. Go ask an OC what it's like to look down on the field and not see him because he's tapped out of a play. Find out what that does to your offense. I'm sorry I've had these conversations with people. It wrecks you. I don't want to ask Brian Finner, and I don't know what he wants to say about it. I don't know if he wants to throw anybody under a bus. Matt Ryan won't do it. I don't think Brian Finneran will do it. But ask Brian Finneran why he was on the practice field on Thursday and Friday. Because he wanted to be a guy on third down, got your first downs. He wanted to be a guy that if you threw it up for the jump ball, you had timing with the quarterback. When do you think the Falcons will settle on a coach? Because I thought this week we'd see Belichick, and maybe we still will see Belichick this week. And you're doing your due diligence on everybody else because everybody... To use that word again, seventy-six percent is trying to, is trying to create leverage. Seventy-six percent. Yeah, by the got, end of the week, I don't even want to say seventy-six percent, but all you guys keep throwing at me. Oh, so do you do it in the big room like you said at Flowery oh, yeah. Branch? This isn't at oh, the foundation. Yeah. No, no, I'm going to the big room. I'm going to the big room. Look, it's nice. I've seen the wallpaper. I've seen the statues and the paintings. It's a very nice building. I think this is going to be. They're going to be coming out of the woodwork. Okay. As I said, Jennifer Valdez is going to be looking for a credential. The uh, 1 o'clock hour is brought to you by AquaGuard Foundation Solutions. Tom Sullivan is going to want to be in on this. Everybody you know, in you know. the history of Atlanta media will want to be a part of this Belichick press conference Scott, should it happen. Scott Slade is coming out of retirement. They're go. all going to be there. All the heavy hitters in Atlanta. It's not a crapshoot. And news media and radio and TV in general history. Anyway, when we come back... We'll talk to Chuck and turn off two heavy hitters in their own right. We'll go back in time, get their thoughts on the weekend. All of that follows. One more thing. Who is putting out the best TV? And I'm going to drop another prediction. Two more things. Two for the price of one when we come back. Domino Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation, like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. 
Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. One more thing. 148, wrapping up a Monday afternoon. You're on Domino and Cellini, Chuck and Chernoff. After us, Atlanta Staples, dare I say, our show and their show. And that's a little bit overrated. Yeah, we're sort of like uh, broken in slippers. And every once in a while, you go, oh, that doesn't really fit me. That's cool, too. We can uh, agree to disagree. We're not even nice anymore. We're just comfortable. We're there. I'll settle for that. A little bit overrated, in my opinion. I also think that we have an ability to get angry. I don't think it happens often. I think, I don't, look, I've heard playing radio, and there were times that people say, you're just just looking for clicks. What would I care about clicks? Nobody's driving a new car to my house because of clicks. Uh, we get paid per click. Don't tell anybody this. Every time there's a click, we get get a dollar. Yeah, secret. Clicks mean nothing to me. It's why everybody who's telling me what they know is going to happen, I just find it very funny. Very funny. Because they'll all go away. I'll lay low for a day, and then I'll tell you about, no, 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 but this is what happened. Well, you just pretend like you didn't say anything, and you move forward, like Colin Coward. All right, can I give you like a couple a of things? Oh, wow. Can I give you a couple of things? Yeah. Shot at Coward. I'm not sure anybody's doing TV better than Rex Ryan right now. Rex Ryan, you can say whatever you want about a coach. You can say whatever you Rex Ryan is, is, is entertaining. He drops bombs every once in a while. He'll tell you who he likes and doesn't like. Very beautiful feet. It feels sort of refreshing that a guy like that has gone from losing, being fired, to that, to now being the guy that might do TV as good as anybody doing TV. Here's another thing. I want you to hear this. You know what this is? Is that the Ravens dancing in the locker room? That's moving. Chuck Smith is moving. Put up a video. Godsey ain't moved like that since 1991. He was into it. Then Chuck Smith was actually called out by John Harbaugh to end all the whole thing up. So that's the sound of celebration. And it's a business. They didn't have to go on a business trip. They were at home. Uh, Matt, tell me what you think. Hmm. Winning at home is good. Winning on the road is a thousand times better. It's when you're legacy building, like what Mahomes just did for he's chasing GOAT status. Think about what that win, if they go back it up and win in Baltimore and he wins another championship with two road wins, it's legacy building. Because at home you have to do or else you look at the struggles you. over the course of the season offensively, too. Well, then people would have said, to your resume. then people would have said, oh, it's, he had it easy. They're mm-hmm. playing at home. Well, let me explain something to you. You got to be as good as it gets to actually have that many home games, mm-hmm. but you do need something on the road to have people go, oh, you can put it on a bus and deal with what's going on in a place like Buffalo, of all places, and win. There are a lot of remarkable NFL stats. The fact that Mahomes is going into his sixth AFC championship game, six years starting, I don't know. Can you top that? Like, I know we get used to stuff, and we get conditioned how great he is. That's, like, silly good. Like, I'll he, tell you what he they, is going to push for Brady when it's all said and done. He, if he doesn't lose three Super Bowls and wins five, then people might actually say, wait. Five without three losses, isn't he as good? And keep in mind, Brady went 10 years between his, I know this sounds like rich people's problems, between his third and fourth. He went 10 years. Yeah, Mahomes might not have to wait all that long. Then Michael Jordan did. Yeah. He, he did two more after yep. that. So here's my other statement, and I put this out yesterday. Um, I keep seeing the commercials for Usher, Super Bowl halftime. Dolly Parton's doing a Super Bowl halftime. I, I'm calling my shot right now. Interesting. She did that rock star album. She never did big shows. There was never pyro. There were never lights. I don't know who on that album they're going to pull out. 
But if you don't think that Dolly Parton is going to come out, not going to come out with pyro and lights and some guitar that player that you're going to know because he's in some band. Slash and Dolly Parton. Yes. Something is going to happen. What year is this? I'm telling you. So, what I'm, is going I'm on with the Super Bowl halftime show? I'm, We're doing Usher, Dolly Parton, I'm, Slash. I'm calling my shot. Okay. I don't know if they're giving Usher the whole She's thing. She's going to sing like Paradise Park. City with Axel. Awesome. Yeah, maybe. Awesome. I know they have to appeal to the middle of the country. and Because of that album, though, she can't come out and do Jolene. She can't. Not at the Super Bowl. You I know will you always do? love you. So you don't think you uh, can do Usher, a cover. And, Usher and Dolly don't do 9 to 5? <laughs> My guess is no. This is the Super Bowl. <laughs> That'd be great. No, no it wouldn't. Yeah, it would. Islands I in want, the stream. I root for Trainwreck. No. I want Trainwreck. That's what I want. They're going to let him do. They're going to let her do. And because he's the headliner, maybe he'll come out and do again. Axel and Dolly will do Islands in the Stream, actually. Mm. I'm calling my shot. Dolly Parton is going to be at the halftime show. What time is Lil John out there? Getting crunk. We get, yeah. Just people Bieber? screaming. Didn't he do a big song with Bieber? He's done a big song with everybody. Usher? Like, does Bieber come Let's out? Is the he right still way. a thing? Urshan. Anything's possible. It's halftime of the Super Bowl, Chris D'Amino. Anything's possible. Dolly Parton is going to be in the halftime show. That's so then we shot. can just go on social media and criticize everything about it when it's... Over this is Las uh, Vegas. People do that about anything. Oh, I know, but they love media. the Super Bowl halftime criticizing. Like, it matters. Like, it's a big deal at all. Do you think there's somebody out there going, bring out Wayne Newton? Is Rich a little slow with us? <laughs> I think they're both still with us, but I don't think we'll see them in well, Las it's Vegas. it's in Las Vegas. That's I, what Las I, Vegas Should they is. have done? Do you like the idea? Like, Atlanta did nothing that they should have to we, represent we, Atlanta. Should we, Vegas do that? We embarrassed ourselves. Yeah, it was just a, it was a hired, you know. Yeah, we uh, embarrassed ourselves. Yeah, it was, a, it was a hired gun instead of doing something you could have to focus on Atlanta. Vegas shouldn't do Vegas. It was better than up with people. Yeah, what year was but that? Still. Okay. I mean, Maroon the, 5 was it? Wasn't that Maroon 5 that was marching bands? Yeah. My guess point. is my guess is up with people. We were talking about the last home game in Memorial Stadium where Colts players were probably drinking in the homes after they won that Baltimore game. Baltimore is hosting a conference championship yeah, game for the time. first time since the Colts did it in 71. Mm. I wasn't that the up with people Super Bowl? Go to bed. Oh, they had several. Yeah, that might have been the first up with, up with people. If you don't know what up with yeah, people, it explain. was crappy, awful, like it was basically sunshine and roses in coral form. Ted Turner had him at a Braves game one night. They were, I didn't get them, but. I'll tell you what it was. I bet they did three Super Bowls. I'll tell you what. It, so it they was, sing popular songs in their own way? It, May sort I, of. My it was daughter, just. I'm allowed to say this because my daughter's the age of this. Aquarius. <laughs> Happy, positive messaging. You know, a song for the time. It's like if you went to a religious-tinted summer camp, mm. and they said, let's put on a show. Mm-hmm. And here, ask me why I'm allowed to say that. Mm. My kids went to a religious-tinted mm. summer camp one year. But that. And they put on a show. Mm. This is what up with people. Yeah, it was, we're all happy, everything's going to be glorious. Yeah. and Vietnam War is going on, whatever. But if we're all I nostalgic. I got people fighting in the streets, racial problems. You mentioned Dolly, halftime. Give me give me Copperfield for 15 minutes. Let him make something disappear. Roger Goodell disappears or something. Do something different. Like, I have to see another act that people. That's not bad. Do you're something. Right. I saw, was he it plays Britney copy. and Aerosmith? Yeah. I saw Prince. Like, you're not going to be better than Prince. No. So, how about if he brings out, because the Raiders, it's their stadium, he brings out Jim Plunkett and makes Jim Plunkett Fine. disappear. Whatever. That's now, right. what if. So, makes Marcus Allen appear. Wanna, Tom Brady's a part owner yeah. of the Raiders. Let him do disappear. Do you double Plunkett down? disappears and Marcus Allen and Brady up here. Mm-hmm. Do you want to double down? Sure. And then triple down? Mm. Copperfield versus Chris Angel versus David oh. Blaine. 
Let's do That's it. That's the Different generations. Who can, right. Yes. The magical who make, standoff. Who can make the greatest thing disappear? I'd be more interested in that than whatever they're going to do. And that's not a shot at Usher. It's just we've seen all this stuff before. What if you line up former Super Bowl MVPs and you start making them disappear one by it's one? It's not bad. You don't have to have a musical act. No. There's no... Now, Copperfield's like, what is he, everything he's done? He's made the Statue of Liberty disappear. He made a 747 disappear. No, 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 no. He, he walked through the Great Wall of China. Walked through the Great Wall of China. No, don't, don't, do be you. don't be you for a second. He made all those things disappear. I watched it. He knows what he saw. Yeah, I saw the it. The Statue of Liberty. Yeah. Oh, it was gone. It was gone. And then I, by the way, in person, he made a dinosaur appear on stage. I saw it. Do you know what he also did with the Man Statue of Liberty? Man knows what he saw. Yeah. Yeah. Chuck, you know, maybe you didn't see the part where he actually put his hand through where the Statue of Liberty used to be. That's right. And all those people sitting there at uh, Battery Park were like, oh! Yeah. I also saw a spaceship over my head in a theater. Seeing Copperfield. You can doubt it all Probably you want. Didn't. Do you remember what I did like 20-something years ago? It might have been like the first year we worked together. I had somebody tell me, and I know he went to the same school as John Bon Jovi. Now, Bon Jovi was only there for a minute. Uh, St. Joe's in Metuchen. I thought he had a twin brother. I always, Yeah, I always oh. thought that the Great Wall of China thing, that was a twin brother coming out on the oh. other side. Then I looked in the yearbook. I found a copy. Dave of and Dale Copperfield. Yeah, he only, there was no two Copperfields. So if they've been if they've been yanking us, they went all in on the yank. So you do like? I don't so, think that was their name back then. David Kotkin wouldn't have worked the way Copperfield no. would. That's his no, real name. I just really probably wouldn't have grabbed time, no. the same way. But all I'm saying to you. Oh, by the way, because it's Vegas and now stuff's legal there. Like the magic show at halftime, people are all gummied out. Like imagine how much more intense that'll be. Think about that, Domino. What if he makes a whole section disappear? Mm-hmm, you could. Ink. Yep. Now, I will tell you, too, with the gummies, be careful sometimes. What no, if they hit in the third quarter, not at half Well, that's time. the problem, right? you gotta, you got to have everybody in the stadium know when to hit it because it's going to take a little time to get it going. And then you double up, and that's where the problem is. Can I ask a question? Because you don't think it's working. Yeah, exactly. Next thing you know, you're in trouble. I'm going to do right. something I don't know. I know that Detroit never had a problem with smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. They smoke in a casino. But they made you get out of, during intermission of a Red Wings game, you had to go to the smoke area. I'm assuming Michigan, because of just their, hey, everybody light them up, no one cares. I'm assuming they have legalized marijuana. I don't because know I don't want these people being amateurs going to Las Vegas. About almost You're every state except Detroit. Georgia has a version of it. Okay. Because my guess is, if you go to Vegas as a Lions fan, right. and you get caught up in that world for sure. the first time, it these could be These things aren't working. I just took four more. I just took 150 milligrams. What happened? My God, is that Eric Hipple on the field? <laughs> think I'm dying. <laughs> Don't want the gummy to kick in during the pop quiz. Do you know who really hopes that happens? Seriously. The people who stand there and charge you five bucks to take a picture with them, they're so hoping that these people are so goofed up that mm-hmm. they're lining up to take a picture with whoever. Who's who's the hot one now? I think Iron Man was hot for a little bit. Okay. Oh, oh. it could be a Power Ranger. It could be yeah. somebody Selmo. with an iguana. If you go down to Fremont Street, right, you can find any free yeah. show to take a picture. So if you're high and they charge you five or ten bucks to take a picture, that's really good for business mm-hmm. if you're just looped Elvis out. Elvis or, like, a yellow boa constrictor. So we saw a woman with boobs that had to be, I don't know, six, 16, 17 uh, times bigger than just the normal one. They were just sitting out. Mm-hmm. Like, you could take a picture with you them? You know what I noticed? Why? I don't know. There's always, and they travel. they were there. Yeah, they they there. travel in twos. The ones who put the big old school Vegas headdresses on, mm-hmm. these showgirls, mm-hmm. there's always two of them. They really want you to oh, be right flanked by a showgirl. Right yeah. left, yeah, sure. So, yeah, I mean, For five bucks, ten bucks, take a picture with a showgirl pre- or two. Pandemic, we were at Times Square. My yeah. nephew got married in New York, and the showgirls were you know, in front of an old navy. Right. You know, they just had they were hanging out and they were covered strategically. I'm like, my kid's nine. What's yeah. what's happening here? Yeah, I just want to get some cargo. What's happening is you get an education. I guess you got to learn something. Curveball too. Now circus down there. 
down there in, as our old friend Brian Hoyt would call it, Old Vegas, downtown mm-hmm. Vegas. Yeah. Now that's dressed it up in a way that you're going to have a whole new clientele down there for the Super Bowl. I have a buddy I went to high school with. He married a Cirque performer. She's retired. She's Russian. She's in the, what I, I think there's a Cirque Hall, because Cirque probably started in Vegas. Maybe Cirque shows, yeah, they'd owe. But they I think she's con. in the Hall of Fame of Cirque. was the first, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think she's in the Hall of Fame of Cirque. She might have been like the original Cirque. I was the original Cirque. It started with me. They are impressive performers. Why did she smoke? It would be nice if you would no, just say, that's, that's thank old. you. What? That's old. Oh, that's old, that's yeah, not that's smoke? Well, well it's old and I smoked. Yeah. That's the way it was back then, darling. <laughs> he ain't kidding. Hmm. You just blazed up. <laughs> Anyway, uh, before we do anything else, I want to remind folks that speaking of uh, great destinations, Atlanta Sports Station, 680 The Fan in the Locker Room are sending five lucky listeners to Sandals Dunn River Falls in Jamaica. Starting next Monday, you can listen to The Locker Room and learn how you can qualify. Your first chance to get entered is again next Monday, January the 29th, Sandals Dunn River Falls in Ocho Rios, Jamaica. And the locker room, they were there, and they can send you there. Now, I think it's Dunn's River Falls. The only reason I kind of know it, now we've mm-hmm. been there, but I always remember, I believe Cocktail had the scene in the water with Tom Cruise and Elizabeth Shue where mm-hmm. she shows him the, the goods. Oh. I believe that was in the waterfall there. Is that really River Falls, yeah. Okay, what's it say there? It says Dunn. Okay. But I, it might be. I could be dead wrong. What yeah. do I know? Or most likely this copy's wrong. Uh-huh. I don't know. You guys want to play really fast fire? Really fast fire. Not rapid qu- fire. I've got a few questions for you. I'm going to play really fast I don't fast want you fire. to be stealing anybody's gimmick. All right. You, you guys want to play? Yeah. Rapid fire. Sure. You still think Bill Belichick's going to be the head coach of the Falcons? Uh, simple yes or no? Yes, I do. I think Arthur's going to get his way. Yeah. Nicholas. Yes. Do you think they really shut off the hot water in Buffalo yes. when Kansas City wanted to take their shots? I showers? think they did. That's awesome. I think someone went rogue. That's I don't, some I don't old think it was stuff. an organizational decision. I think somebody there was upset and went rogue. But isn't that the old Boston Garden kind of thing? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Charles, do you believe that? that? I don't it takes want just to. one person. I don't want to, but yeah. <laughs> it's sad that Sports Illustrated looks like they're never going to be Sports Illustrated. Hey, they yet. dug their grave. Uh-uh, did yeah, they or did the arena over I think all of the above. They made bad decisions over the years, and, and now they're paying the price. I'm not going to give away a million-dollar idea on this one, but it could be worth a couple of bucks. Sports Illustrated will make more money selling copies, cover, picture copies. Yep. So that's the business now, is sell the covers. There should be a coffee table book. And did you see what Peter King did? He asked 18 or 19 different people, give me your favorite cover and why. That's what Sports Illustrated should do as a coffee table book. You go to politicians, entertainers, it's... athletes, and you say, what's your favorite Sports Illustrated cover? I would buy that coffee table book until, the second it came out. Until about the, I'll say late 80s. It was about photography, almost, I'll say, portraits on the cover of Sports Illustrated. And then it became how many things can we tease? It became like the side of ESPN where they have the next eight things, and you lost that. I'll tell you right now, they had one, Evil Knievel, before he went over the Snake River Canyon. He was standing in the bottom in the red, white, and blues, and it said, up, up, and away. Would you and read? I was like, and that's all that was on the cover, nothing else. If you went to Bill Parcells and said, Bill Parcells, favorite Sports Illustrated cover of all time, write one page. And they made a coffee table book that was Bill Parcells writing three you paragraphs. Do this would be a coffee table that could double as a mini coffee table like in Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> so big. But don't Just you give it some thought. Listen, there was a time, and I live in Atlanta, so whenever one of our guys ever right. graced the cover, it was like royalty. It was like, oh, my God. I saw somebody post something the other day. Malcolm Mackey. You guys remember that name? Yeah. yeah. He was on the cover of Sports Illustrated dunking as they hit that three with James Forrest. I'm Same. like, Malcolm Mackey's on the cover? Of Sports Illustrated. Think about how many people you could ask 
if you're of the right age. To tell the background story. And why? Just give me three paragraphs on why. Why is this covered? This, that's a podcast that would be a wonderful. Like, that'd be really interesting to get the background. And I bet these guys all have them framed in their houses if you were on the cover. There's something, yeah. Frank Corr has to have that thing. Oh, yeah. Framed, right? How about Freddie and, remember Freddie and Jason were yeah. on the cover of one. I don't know if that was a regional or national, but they were on the cover. And then you had the Uptons with Kate Upton. Right. And then, look, I know the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue is the most talked about one. But if you go to people who are my age, 61, kind of in your age, and I think, Matt, you might be the cutoff. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's a tick younger. There's a cover that you just go, oh, yeah, in my mind's eye, I still see it. And I would buy mm-hmm. that as a coffee table book. If you ask Jim Lovell, the astronaut, mm-hmm. which one? You give me three paragraphs. There was one it. with Seattle Slough. There was one with Reggie Jackson striking out, and he had spun around so far that he's, like, facing the first base dugout. You remember the shot? I do. It was the cover of Sports Illustrated. That's all it was. It wasn't like, and here are 17 other things in here. It was also at a time where you'd walk by a newsstand and pick up something because something you saw on the cover. What was that, place in, what was that magazine place in Bucket you used to, oh, always oh, to go to? Co- across Joe's? Yeah, Caribou Joe's. Coffee joint. Caribou Joe's. Yeah, right across the no, street. Joe Muggs. Right? Joe Muggs. Joe Muggs. <laughs> oh, Joe, what would I do? I'd sit there and I would just, I'm telling you. Oh. It, it was like a library. <laughs> read the it really was. It was a great had, time. I had a comfortable chair. Yeah. I would just, now here's what you never can do. No don't, one does that anymore. Don't bring the book to the bathroom. It's not your book. I, I used to watch people bring a magazine much into the bathroom right. and then put it back on the yeah, rack. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So would whoa. you like, if you buy a cup of coffee in there, you can read the magazines yeah. and put them back. You have to buy something, right? You yes, can't just yes. show up. It's yeah, like, buy a skull. Yeah, it's not the public a library. Something, yeah. Read the Make magazine. a purchase. Do you guys want to keep playing uh, almost rapidy, quarter, sort of fast? Well, but let me mention Rapid one thing on, on the Belichick deal. You guys saw the Albert Breer report. So Albert Breer said that I love this so good. Albert Breer reported that um, when it comes down to it, Arthur Blank might have to decide between Rich and Bill. Because of course, apparently, of course. that's the sticking not, point. Not a big shock. Bill and Rich don't get yes. along, or Bill well, hasn't. I, but I just love that that's been publicized now. He's this not going to get rid of Rich. So I, I don't think he's so going to do it. He's got to pick between his son I'm gonna tell and you, the guy he wants yeah. to adopt. This, this is Sophie's so choice. I love it. <laughs> what, did I tell you? what did I tell you two weeks ago? What did I tell you is going to happen? Rich is going to get another title. I agree. He's going to move him. That information, he'll move him. That He's information of he'll go that, back to the business side. Yeah, yeah. That information. They really can't keep anything private up no, there. Not at all. Ever. They said out loud, GM and coach separately reported to me. Here's Bill Belichick again reporting to Rich McKay, 2814. There's my report. They have to give Rich a different title because they have to excuse him from the the head coach will report to me. Oh, that's so the only funny. thing that's going to so work. Great. It's not going to work the other way. You got two different searches going on. You got one led by the owner and one led by the football people. And the football people know their self-preservation is on the line if they get their way. And if Arthur Blank gets his way, my guess is either Rich is reassigned or gone, sets into retirement, and Fontenot's gone. Like, they know if Bill comes it, in, they're out. It couldn't have been this way at Home Depot, right? Fontenot like, stays. as far as loose lips. Now, I don't know what happened at the end. Fontenot stays. There were some stories about uh, Blank and Marcus and some stuff at the end. Like, every probably yeah. separation, but who knows? Uh, did Good you luck see... if you want to make Belichick the guy in charge. Best of luck to you. So awesome. The track record speaks for itself, yeah. and I don't mean that in a good way. I think he and his agent are trying to stir up business. Agreed. Think about that. They're trying to stir up They're business. They're trying to create some interest Buffalo. other places. Other, anywhere. They, can't, they cannot get a report out that somebody's interested, so they do this. Some teams might be Who's, with a head coach or Long, Who's the what Buffalo he said yesterday. Well, that was code for he's old. And then Rex Ryan said Belichick to Buffalo. I made a note to myself on my phone. Why does McDermott get to keep the job? You don't think Belichick's agent wasn't on the phone going, you think Bill would have lost that game? You think Bill would have lost that? You think Bill loses with Josh Allen? You've watched it. He's lost three times. You got Here's what you say. You got the best quarterback in the NFL who's never won anything. 
Bill Belichick will fix You're that. You're not wrong, but none of these guys want anything to do with the structure of Bill. It's not the age, Chris. No, 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 it's he... the structure of Bill. It's a complete turnover of your organization. There was the story that Jonathan Jones at CBS had. Parts of the building are cut off. The way you go about setting up your front office, it's complete. Now, for three years, guts back to your age. That's part of it. It is a complete apple cart turnover of the how age, you do though, things. Right now, it's not just, well, in three years, I have to do it again. We just heard one of his best friends, Nick Saban, say, quote, at 72, it's not as easy to put in the hours. Like, th- he just said it. Do you think I was kidding about him bringing in a can of spray paint? Oh, my and God. spraining awesome. on the floor. This is, so this is like mine, Mr. and that's yours. You guys oh, yeah, this is mine, that's yours. I'm rooting for this because it's the most fascinating thing that any of us will ever see. And it might be an ish show, but then again, Arthur Smith was. And the Jim Mora thing went left. And Bobby Petrino. Like, this would be so fascinating to see how different of a world it would create up there. Uh, receiver, tight end, running back. The Detroit Lions have the best trio combo in all of the NFL. Yes or no? You're putting me on the spot. tight end running back. On the, on the, on the spot. Yeah. Um, i got to think about it for 60 seconds. You guys discuss. Rapid fire! they got a better tight end than us. they got a better receiver than us. Well, yeah, than right us. now, they've what got a running Francisco? back better. What about him? McCaffrey. Debo. Ayuk. Kittle. Yeah, that's Debo very good. Yeah. That's very good. Okay. They've done a little bit more. That's a good one. i got to think. Yeah, there's, it's a good question. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why I find myself, again, committing two of the seven deadlies. I want to be them. I want to be everything about Detroit. I want my building that hot. I want my coach to be a guy that people go, whether it's shelf life or not. Mm-hmm. I want people to look at my coach and go, you know what that guy will do? He'll kick your ass on the field, and he'd kick yeah. it off if he, he has to. When you start with a running back, you had 25 touchdowns or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey, I mean. Yeah, yeah, well, he might be the, he might be the best. Damn. Take Lamar Jackson out of it. Mm-hmm. McCaffrey might be the most talented He's guy. He's the rarest thing in the NFL. He's a running back on his second contract who right. is exceeding the money. Yeah. Did Matt, you see? Matt brought up Miami. I, you know, what, two, two oh. ruins everything. No, no, no it's not so? a quarterback. Yeah. It's not a quarterback. It's receiver, tight end, running back. Because Jared Goff doesn't sort of fit in. Receiver, tight end, running back, mm-hmm. best trio is Detroit. You might be right about San Francisco. That's a very good one. You might be right because Kittle's done it for a little bit longer. You know, Amon Ross St. Brown has 10 touchdowns. He's got 3,600 yards in his first three mm-hmm. years. It's every, he's a fourth-round pick. He's everything you want Drake London to be. Mm-hmm. He's sure six he feet tall. You sure you didn't change that? I think you had quarterback before. I didn't. Pretty it's sure you, it's receiver sure you run. Nope. It. No, no, no. I said Goff is out. About this. I, mean, I think, I think we need tape. to throw the replay flag. Yeah, throw it. I, <laughs> can I tell I you think. this one? I will, I will risk all of my timeouts. <laughs> and by the way, when did timeouts become gold in the NFL? Guys storm away like nuts for the winner. I don't know. I saw some guys giving I saw guys giving them away. They're stupid. There's Early in second halves, so Todd Bowles was the uh, proverbial squirrel that you just referenced. Yeah, but you know what? By the way, if you don't call a challenge that's uh-huh. not only challengeable but winnable, and you go to halftime with a with a timeout left, you're you're just as bad as the guy who Top burns that it. one. Why didn't Tampa call the timeout? I don't know the game. We played because he you said know, it was a, field goals have never been blocked right. or or missed. We or, didn't want to extend it. Yeah, okay. We didn't want to I, keep I just, us going. I'm watching the game, and everybody who bet the game, you're fired. Oh, my God. I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? I, I don't know. You're fired. Uh, today shocked. is the uh, 22nd of January. Let's uh, go back in time and talk about some of the things that happened on this day before we get out of Dodge. Uh, 1959 on this date. Buddy Holly's last recording. Alone in his apartment with an acoustic guitar. Played five songs. It was uh, uncovered. Um, it happened on this date in 1959. Peggy Sue crying, waiting, hoping. Songs like that. Well, uh, you're telling me the Peggy Sue that I'm hearing. No, no, he he did it again. Okay. He did. He was again ahead of his time doing acoustic sets. Nobody was doing that back then. 
Unplugged. Yeah. So now, Buddy was unplugged before Unplugged was The Nebraska unplugged. of Buddy Holly's performance. In today's world, though, they would have made him over before they let him out on the public, right? He was too dorky to be a No, 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 but he was counter. Today. He was counter to Elvis. Okay. Like, it was sort of... But today, could that have worked? Yeah. That's what I'm look, saying. Look at video in the beginning. Mm. There's some... They wanted Duran Duran, but there was also Sledgehammer. Mm. So they were willing to go every direction. Here's the only thing about you. Mm-hmm. You're so obvious. Like, if I would have looked at the list today, I would have said, oh, he's doing the Buddy Holly thing. Huh. Buddy Holly was in a room recording music on this date. Who cares? Acoustic. <laughs> You're very impressed. Yeah, and he, a pioneer was Buddy okay. Holly. All right. 1968 on this date, <laughs> Lady Soul, the 14th studio album by Aretha Franklin, goes on to become the Billboard album of the year. This, I'm of course, this is the... Yeah, Natural Woman. The, the cut from that yeah. one. Chain of Fools, I think, was on the oh, album as well. This written by uh, Carol King, of course. Did Carol record this too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who else did it? Who else tried? Like, you got to have brass ones. Like we say, there is. If you certain... write the song, I guess you can go yeah. out there and perform it your own way. But if you're anybody else, but after, after hearing Houston, this, what are you supposed to do? Dolly did it, but after Whitney Houston, don't you not do it? No, you stay away. You, do, you don't do no. this yeah, one. Like, if you decide I'm going to record Bridge Over Troubled Water. Right. You get what you deserve. Pack lunch. You get what you deserve. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 1973 on this day, George Foreman TKO's Joe Frazier in two rounds. Angie Dundee, Ali's trainer right next to me, is saying it. You may hear him. Down goes Frazier. Down goes Frazier. Down goes the night. Frazier. To capture the Foreman the WBC the and WBA and heavyweight championship in Jamaica, and that's... Soon afterwards, when Ali signed on to fight Foreman, everybody thought the same thing, maybe even worse, was going to happen to Muhammad Story Ali. about your friend, Don King. Yeah. Well, about the, what showed car he up, came in? Showed, showed up with Joe Frazier. Left with? George Foreman. So dirty. Such so dirty. Hey, listen, it's only from this corner to this corner. It's not very far. Mm-hmm. He rode in with yeah. Joe, left with George. People think the down goes Frazier was an Ali fight, though. I think most people think that that cut of Howard no, Cosell is no, no. Foreman. Yeah, most people, though, they go, oh, that must be one of the three was, fights uh, with Ali. I was out watching the uh, Packers and Niners on Saturday. Look at you. The squirrel bar, what is it called? Monkey barrel. Monkey barrel. <laughs> on the TV. Monkey barrel. He goes to a jumpy, goes to a bouncy <laughs> yeah. house. Oh. So the game was on the big TV. On the smaller TV, ESPN was on. Mm-hmm. They were showing some UFC stuff, and then it cut to the pay-per-view version of uh, UFC, and they were showing all of Mike Tyson's fights to start his career. It looked like they pulled people off the street for uh-huh. him to fight. And grainy video yeah. and, like, these dark gyms. Oh, yeah, he fought somebody with plaid trunks. This so, guy, yeah. one guy he fought was, like, 6'4", about 190 pounds. He looked like a firefighter. He had a mustache. Yeah. Most like, of those guys Like did. a pompadour. Yeah. <laughs> now, the other fight that was on recently is that I saw them re-air uh, Foreman Holyfield. And the most, and I always forgot, the funniest takeaway is, could Foreman have pulled the trunks up any higher? Remember so you would though, get the low blow anytime you would try to punch him in the stomach. George Foreman was the nastiest man on the planet until he had to be Happy George. Yep. And Happy George made a hell of a lot more until money. He turned than it over. Yeah. Hey, um, so what you're saying is Mike Tyson actually was a real life version of Punch Out. Yes. That's really what yeah, he was I just fighting Glass out. Joe and right. Piston Hurricane. And here's yes. the next guy. And he lost the next every good fighter he fought. And so here's what the next Pinsky. <laughs> Never avenged a single loss. I've said it before and I'll say it Never beat a great fighter. Forget avenged. The great fighter he beat. What's what's his biggest fight? So Mike Tyson, Mike Tyson punch out is a documentary. That's what we're saying. It's It's a documentary. I mean, when Um, when Michael Spinks is what you want to brag about, a puffed up. Didn't have an ounce of sweat on. No. He knew what was going to happen. Terrified. Like the rest of those fights. He fought a guy that had a huge afro, no muscle Mm -hmm. at all on his body. 
I'm not exaggerating. The Marvis could, Frazier? You, you could find, no, not Marvis Frazier, but you could find this, that, what Jerry Cooney did to Marvis Frazier. Was that the one shot to the God. glabella? Who gave him one shot to I, he hear hit, where he fell down yeah. and he was unconscious? He hit this guy, and the guy, like, did a backward somersault oh as he went down. It is punch out. He looked like something out of wrestling. Okay. Do you know what Riddick Bowe would have done to Mike in his prime? Oh. You understand what Riddick in his prime? Like, if Riddick ever was focused on boxing, yeah. Riddick would have taken him apart well, I would away. Say, I would have said... Mad George Foreman. Mad George Foreman. Angry George Foreman would have been a hell of a fight. On this date in 2017, the Falcons go to the Super Bowl beating the Packers 44-21. to Huge game for Julio Jones. More play action. Passes to Jones who gets his feet down. 80 yards receiver. So that play happened right, in, happened right in front of us. And he broke two tackles, swiped yeah. the guy away, and was like high-stepping well, from we the 40. We were all sitting together, oh. and we're sitting there, and it was so weird up there in the old press box at the Georgia Dome in the second half because the game was over. It was over. I yeah. mean, there, nobody was on the but edge there, of their There was a woman yep. sitting next to me before the final touchdown. Falcons went up 44-16 or whatever, and she's still like nine minutes left. She's like, I can't get comfortable. Now, dummy me was like, you're good. You could never blow this kind of... Mind bet. Yeah, two weeks later. No, but that, it, it, we've screamed about that forever. So count down the last five minutes and know your team. That team was going to a Super Bowl, silly. Blew him out. Aaron awesome. Rodgers and company. Uh, Sam Cook passed away on this date at the age of 33. Ooh, in he did in the motel hallway or something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah he did. Marky? Yeah. Um, picks up a girl at a bar, allegedly the story goes. Takes her to a seedy motel. She tries to rob him. He chases her. He, she grabs all of his stuff, like while he's in the bathroom. So he runs out of the hotel room, motel room, probably. And then the like proprietor? So he's got a sport, Motor Lodge. He's got a sport coat on and nothing else. Yeah. And he runs down to the office <laughs> and apparently grabs the hotel manager and she shoots him. Oh, jeez. Yeah, if there was only video of that today, yeah, there's pictures viral. of it. Yeah, I, there is Rest pictures of him like, laying on the floor. Oh, my God. I don't know if the story is true or not. So things um, were just akimbo under the jacket? But the big story yeah. was. Yeah, the big story. What is Sam Cook doing in that motel? You know, that when you say seedy, I don't even know if kids use the word seedy today. That is such an old man word, but it, it explains what type of hotel he was in. What defines seedy for a motel? Because typically a motel is headed that way. Yeah. Like what makes it... Hallway on the outside. Yeah, but the most motels are like Some that. Some doors are no. open. <laughs> right. Yeah. There are stains you can't identify in the room. Not everybody is asleep Bodies at 2 under o'clock. the box spring, you know. If it's a white one-story structure and each door is painted a different color, sixty-two percent of people in your motel that night are not asleep at two a.m. Right, that's probably so a sign. If you're three years old, if you have to make your transaction to somebody through the thickest piece of glass, yeah, that cigarette usually. machine in the lobby. Another guy that died young under uh, different circumstances. Michael Hudgens passed away on this date in 1997 at the age of 37. I ain't ashamed to say it. I like In Excess a lot better than some of the people that you tell me were so great music. That's fine. I like this song. They did a lot. They, they had a pretty good run. Would you call the circumstances? Um, different. I think mysterious. Similar to... No, no, no. He said different. Okay. Similar to, allegedly, uh, how David Carradine... Yeah, 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 yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah, No. I didn't realize we were putting a list together. I'm mysterious. Well, I mean, there were people who say, no, he was in a good place in his life. He wouldn't have done that. Then people said, no, it was an accident. Oh, I think he was just yeah. getting Then bound. people say it wasn't an accident. No, no, I think he was just his way of getting his freak. Uh, Steve Perry was born on this date. He's 76 years old today. Still got a pretty good head of hair. Worth $70 million. I don't know if he could sing. This is, you, 70, keep saying, so. you keep saying he's got to come back and do a tour. I, I don't want him to do it. 
I would rather see him than what Journey is comprised of now. Okay. Well, what if he can't sing anymore? Huh? I don't need David Lee Roth. But he's worth seventy million. He doesn't need. He's still making out. money off the tour. Oh, they they send that check, man. Yeah. They're going on the road. They're doing all the lifting. So why do you want to go? I Stay w- home. Selfish and then what if you can't sing? That's go. what I mean. It's going to go viral, and everybody's right. going to laugh at you, and right. then Shalini now, will judge you. Listen, nowadays with the microphones, how you can dress them up. Yeah, but on the road, I don't know if you can do that as much as you could in a studio. I think you can. Hmm. I think Steve's Didn't Perry. realize you're an engineer. <laughs> Perry singing. Talk to my engineer friends. <laughs> was just the interlude between Neil Sean's next guitar solo. You look at some of Journey's biggest hits. Neil Sean would put two or three guitar solos in one song. I don't know, man. It worked. Uh, Steve Adler, the original drummer oh, man. from Guns N' Roses, Boy. he's still with us. I would have lost that bet. Now, he's worth $10 million, so it could be a lot worse. How Dude, long has he been out? A lo- he did celebrity rehab 15 years ago, and he was a mess. Yeah, he had a stroke. Right. Yeah. So he's so. been out. So was he the one? Did Adler tell the story that they had to come to him and tell him to chill out with the drugs? Like, imagine Axel and Slend. Slash now, I, think, I think Steve Clark and Def Leppard had that. From what I understand, I don't think Axel ever did drugs. Really? I, I think okay. he doesn't. What, what crew did, was his booze that killed his voice? I, I don't know. I don't think I don't think he did drugs. Slash, on the other hand, so Axel's worth two hundred million. Slash is worth ninety million. Adler's worth ten million. And the other guy, Duff McKagan. Was there one more? He he cleaned up his act. I think yeah, Duff did. did. Yeah. I would have lost all my money. I think I did an over-under of nine shows when Guns N' Roses said they were coming back. He mm-hmm. said it's never going to work. Then Axel's sitting in a chair because he's broke his foot. I said, how do, how do you break your foot? You're a singer. I would have thought nine shows. Izzy Stradlin. Molly oh, Crew yeah. Thank you. played Atlanta in 05, maybe. And Vince Neal fell off the stage after like two songs and broke his leg. see him lately? <laughs> So he, That's why you have videos. Yeah. Everybody's He's young. paid and cured meat. Have people come Everybody's around on young. Uh, Chinese democracy? Body shaming. That was universally destroyed when it came out. You can't sing, and again, cardio's not his friend. And uh, Hank Aaron. Nick is saying it doesn't look like he's trying to get in shape to get no. his voice back. The great Hank Aaron passed away on this date in 2021. One ball and no strikes. Aaron waiting. The outfield deep and straight away. Fastball is a high drive in the deep left center field. Buckner goes back to the fence. It is gone. What a marvelous moment for baseball. What a marvelous moment for Atlanta and the state of Georgia. What a marvelous moment for the country and the world. We had, no one better. We had Al Downing. Best of all time, Vince Scully. We had Al Downing. Yeah, he kept addressing you. I was the uh, invisible man in the room. Wow. Apparently. You're not bothered by this. No, no. listen. It's three years later. It's fine. It's Did okay. Hank really get go. to do his job when he got hired by the Braves? I think so. Okay. I mean, according to the guys who said he was the office you went Al to. Downing gave up the home run. We had Costas on that day. That's right. Chipper came on with us. Jeez. That happened safe. right before we came on the air. No. Oh. So we had to kind of. But to the call you just mentioned on Vin, no screaming. No. No yelling. No. Just perfectly paced. Best ever. Just he didn't miss a word. He also. Handed the picture. He didn't do the thing where the two guys came out where he, he could have started screaming about that. He didn't. Snipers and this and that and the other. And, oh, yeah. The best thing he ever did was they came back on uh, one of those Dodger television broadcasts and they just had a shot of the full moon. Hard to believe they put a man up there. <laughs> <laughs> they, so did, they did do that. So best thing good. he ever did. Anyway, call a man, Derek Thomas. Uh, who else was back there today? Matt Lear. 
Daquan, thank you all. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. We are back tomorrow at 11. Domino, Cellini, the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business, and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.